0: To the Diet Right podcast. I'm Alyssa Miller, and I'm here all alone. (laughs) Just for a few minutes, Brooke is going to join me here uh, real soon, but I wanted to let you know that today's episode is a recording of an Instagram Live Brooke and I got to do. We were actually together, which was super fun, and we talked all about sweets and our relationship to sweets and what that looks like, and not just sweets, actually, just all foods that we might deem kind of off limits or something that we might feel is dangerous to have around, and it was such a great conversation. We talked even deeper than than just like the surface level stuff and how this really affects us and our families and our relationship to food and to our bodies and all the things. And it was such a great conversation that we got to have and we wanted to record it and pop it up here on um, the podcast for you to enjoy as well. Now, as you're listening, you might hear us talk about our free podcast um, Love your mom bod email challenge and that is going on right now this week. If you wanna hop in late, you totally can. I'm gonna leave the link down below to that um so that you can join and you'll get the rest of the week's emails, which will still be super powerful. So we wanna invite you to do that alongside us. And either way, we hope you enjoy today's episode and we will see you next week. What's up? I'm so excited to come live for our quick little coffee chat. I'm just gonna Wait for Brooke to pop on. So hopefully she'll be- <laughs> How did that happen? I had no idea. Hey guys! You guys, we're together! Cheers! Cheers. And she brought me coffee, so mm-hmm. she's officially my favorite person. And I had to go to a closed Starbucks. Yeah, and then I nice. drive to a new Starbucks, and there was a big line. Oh, there was? Yeah, so I went inside. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. crazy. Hi! Hey. What's up, you guys? Okay, this is kind of, like, interesting. So, have I know, we <laughs> ever done a live together? We haven't done a live together in a long time. It's did been a while. It? Okay. Maybe. Like, how did we sit? Like, hey. Back in the day, we how used to podcast sit? together in person. Guys, we used to do every single podcast together. So I'm, like, kind of grateful for Zoom now because I'm, like, oh, it is kind of nice to podcast at, like, 9 p.m. if we need to. Yeah. But... I do miss doing it together so here we are cheers um okay so we are talking all about sweets so actually do you want to tell them why we're talking about this today? yeah this is just a really good conversation I've had with a few moms recently where uh, actually it's been like probably three or four moms recently who said hey so I actually started working through like I've been starting to follow Alyssa or do I I've I been look at following you or do I look at them I don't know do I look, do I I, you guys tell me. Do I look at you? Like, in, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Or do I look at you? I don't know. This I don't know. So, okay, I'm going to do both. All right, you keep talking. So I've been talking to a lot of moms recently who've been kind of working through, like, feeding issues with their kids specifically. And as they've been doing other programs or Alyssa's program, they started to realize that how they talk about food actually impacts their kids. Mm-hmm. And so a really good line I heard from a mom the other day was, I know when it gets easier for me, it's going to get easier for my kids. And that just stuck with me. That was such a powerful statement. I was like, you, yes, this is so true. Because when we start healing our relationship with food in our bodies, um, it's just so much easier for our kids. They don't even have to think about it. It's just naturally occurring in their home. So we wanted to talk about a few examples today of what that might look like. Um, so if you like grow up in a household and dessert is bad and it's not allowed and you never allowed to have it, what's going to happen when your five-year-old goes to their friend's house and there's cupcakes and juice and sweets, like what are they going to do? Yeah, We've probably been there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A lot of us have. We actually have a really good podcast episode with Claire Tuning, whom Mm. we actually love. And she talks about how she grew up with a candy jar in her home. It was always there. 100% of the time, there was never restrictions around it. I think she said it was like, it wasn't in their kitchen or, or like dining room, but it was like in the living room or something. And she said when her friends would come over, they would be so preoccupied by the candy jar that she literally like was like, hey, didn't you come here to play with me? Like, can't we hang out? And they were just like, you can just have this candy whenever you want. And they would focus on eating it and she would be like, Oh my gosh, you are ridiculous. Like of course it's just candy. Let's go play. And to her it was just like no big deal. Yeah. And that story has stuck with me forever. We don't have a candy jar in my home, but it's something that I've certainly considered. (laughs) But like, I mean Ashton's probably not big enough to like go grab it himself. No, it's on my desk. Well, yeah. For like (laughs) us. I don't mean like for my kids. Like I don't have a candy jar. Yeah, no. We have candy. (laughs) That's true. That's a good point. Um, We do have like a candy container in our pantry and they can see it. It's eye level. So they can, they definitely expose themselves to it, but they also don't have like free range of food. We have like scheduled meal and snack times, which you know, if you follow me over at Mama Miradie. So it's just a really interesting perspective though of having it be very normalized in your home. And I love that of what your uh, client said because it does become easier. If we're stressed and hung up about it, our kids are going to pick up on that. Even mm-hmm. if we try our darndest for them. Darndest. Darndest. I'm from the 50s, <laughs> you guys. Um, if Even if we try our hardest. I can't even say "darnest." I can say damnedest. <laughs> um, even if we try so hard to say the right things or do the right things or offer the food in a neutral way, if we're hung up on it, they're going to they're gonna feed off of that energy. And so it's really true. If it's easier for us, if we make peace with food, if we make peace with sweets, um, then it really does rub off on our kids, which is so powerful. And a lot of times we don't even know we have necessarily these issues mm-hmm. with sweets until we see our kids eating them and yep. we're like... You can't have more than one cookie. Like yeah. what? No, 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 no. No more than one cookie. Like Halloween comes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. A huge, oh my gosh, I love being in person. Mm. You It's so much a better energy. Um, but literally like, yeah, Halloween or something that triggers us into this feeling of like, well, you can't just eat candy. Like, no, 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 no. And it's like, okay, let's calm down. Let's have a healthy relationship to all foods. Because when we take that that feeling of scarcity out of it, it actually lets our kids and us choose those foods in a more reasonable amount. So it's mm-hmm. like, I hate the word moderation, like I feel like it's been Yeah, Like yeah, yeah. totally twisted, but it really is like all of a sudden we're eating it in moderation. And I think 100% of us would agree that cookies in moderation for the rest of our life is healthier than no cookies, a ton of cookies for 24 hours, and then no cookies, and then a ton of cookies for 24 hours. For the rest of your life like mm-hmm. which is what we end up doing there's only so much time that we can go being restricted we talk about this a lot in the diet binge or uh, diet binge cycle and how that can really affect our health long term so really it, it i mean i love that once it gets easier for us it's going to overflow to our kids for sure yeah and just like the way that we talk about sweets the way that we talk about desserts the way that we have them allowed in our home like that just rubs off on our kids in a way that they don't even know that it's rubbing off. And I think that's the best way to teach our kids because if we like sit our kids down and try to tell them like, oh, sweets aren't bad, but they're this, and try to explain it, it's really confusing for kids. And I mean, I didn't want to listen to my parents at that age, like (laughs) no kid wants to listen to their parents. Okay, mom. So what we really want to do is like model by example. So like cookies are in the house sometimes. um, And when they are available, we all eat them as a family. They're not required to eat them, but they're out and available, and they're normalized. Um, and so, yeah. I grew up in a household where, like, we didn't really have sweets. I didn't have access to candy. I didn't have access to soda or sweets. And the moment I would go to friends' houses, I would binge like Mountain Dew. I hate Mountain Dew. I hate Mountain Dew. It's so gross. I hate <laughs> the taste of it. I would like binge. I would try to drink like a liter of Mountain Dew. I would take for, like, like all the out sugar. The door, like, like, yeah, I would steal like all like, the sugar. To, uh, sugared cereal. We weren't allowed oh, sugared cereal. Yeah. Took I over I go to a friend's either. house and every breakfast, I was like, charms. And you know what? It turns out, I don't do well eating sugared cereal. I know. I, for the rest of the day, I'm miserable. Actually, for those of you who are live right now, put in the chat, if, if for you, if it's sweets or uh, savory, salty. yeah, like salty foods that mm-hmm. you feel this way about. Because Brooke and I are different. She's much more sweet. Mm-hmm. And I'm way more like, triggered I guess around like saltier foods like chips so with my kids sweets have been relatively simple for me like at first if you guys know anything about my story of like when picky eating started striking my son is when I got into this area and started to normalize desserts and things like that but that was relatively easy what's harder for me is like when he sees Cheetos in the house Mm, Cheetos yeah and I'm like oh can you have three bowls I don't know, and like that's where I start to get like all twisted inside. So sweets, sweets, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like, um, and if you're part of the replay crew, hello, we see you. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of views on this on the replay crew. So we're talking to you. Let us know in the comments if you're sweets or salty. Yeah, because I think that that's the same principles apply, right? Like yeah. it's the same. I feel sure. like sweets are more like demonized in diet di- culture. I don't oh, know. Do chips so? are too. I don't know. I feel a like good it's point. pretty equal. That's all foods. <laughs> but as parents, a lot of times we just get so nervous when we see mm-hmm. our kids consuming these foods. And a lot of times the more anxiety we have around it means that there's something there with our relationship with food. And mm-hmm. likely if you're getting very anxious about your kids eating chips, you're likely very anxious if you eat a specific amount of chips good too. Point, yeah. And so that's really where it's kind of like acknowledging that maybe there is something there. I and mean, Maybe I need to make peace with certain foods that I haven't made peace with. And Making peace with food. A lot of times, it's only a few foods that are really like really high trigger foods for us. Um, but some of us, it's like all carbs. Uh, for some of us, it's just like a very specific, like sweet and sour chips or something like that. Is that even a thing? Sweet and sour chips. I don't know sweet and sour chicken. I don't know. <laughs> like sweet and sour, sour chicken chips. chips. <laughs> Stick to your sweets. <laughs> I okay. know. I don't. Sour cheetos, cream and onions maybe that's what you're thinking yeah that's what i was thinking of uh i was picturing in my head yeah so for all we got it's different yeah it's like all all of us have different types of foods that we normally were like scared of and usually how it starts is we do a diet or we do a program and like i have so many i would say most of my clients have done weight watchers and a lot of them are like i think fruits and vegetables are like good and it I kind of want to rebel against that. Like, I don't even want to eat them because they were only, they were told that they're good. And then there's, um, and then there are certain foods that they, um, were high calorie, maybe for like weight watchers or high points. So things like peanut butter and avocado, I've had a lot of clients say like peanut butter and avocado was really hard to overcome because it was high calorie and it was, um, a high amount of points. And so I was scared to eat those, even though they're very like nutrient dense foods and, they're really good for us to consume um so all of these triggers can come from different things but typically they do come from doing a specific diet or program or just hearing diet culture out in the media and and like really Mm -hmm. following that i love this dog i'm petting a dog right now yeah my dog rafa came and made a nice appearance i'm sure you can hear him panting (laughs) that's how he usually shows up on the podcast sometimes panting um yeah i think that's a really great point and you know, it truly is such a great eye opener when you have kids, right? Like, in so many ways of like who you are as a person, but also your relationship with food. <laughs> you see little right here? <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Yeah, so cute. Um, oh, ignore my. Yay. Dog mom voice. Yeah, I know we love being together. We were just talking about it. It's so much better energy. It's, it's like, like it's more fun It's so much more fun Um, but it can be really like eye-opening to what you're struggling with when you have kids Like when you see them struggling with something or you see them do something that you're like I would never do that or rafa calm down. <laughs> He's gonna knock I'm over getting, the tripod so Get out of <laughs> here. <laughs> he can smell leo Um, it can be so eye-opening of like, oh, I didn't even realize I was struggling with that like there's a lot of things yeah. in parenting where I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I had rage inside of me <laughs> until I had children. Um, okay. No yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, this is interesting. So she's saying, I remember in college, I would eat like half an, a fourth of an avocado. Yeah. And the tiniest little dollop of peanut butter because I was so scared of the yes. amount of fat in them. Yes. Absolutely. And here's what's like interesting is like diet culture has twisted this so much where it's like it just because you're taking like less energy now doesn't mean you're going to not get more energy later. So it's like actually filling yourself up now is the best thing you can do for sustainability throughout the day to make good choices, to be able to listen to your body. And it's just energy. Like, I I think it's been like, I don't know how to explain this well. I need to sit down and figure it out how to like verbalize it. But it's basically this idea of like, We're trying to skate by in life with the least amount of energy or like intake, right? Like we're like, decrease the intake to the very lowest that I can possibly, but still survive Mm -hmm. so that I can lose weight. And it's like, you're missing out on what you need to actually thrive in life, right? So you're choosing, it's energy. Food is energy. Food converts into energy for us to show up in our life, have decent attitudes. Like go back to the rage thing, like the irritability of people Mm -hmm. on diets, like it's a 15, 15 oh, out of 10. <laughs> I am like very, I, you guys, I Hangry. get real angry. Me it's too. real. But even the energy piece, I think that's a big thing. A lot of moms come to me and say like, I need help with my mm-hmm. energy postpartum. And so much of the issue for so many women is they're not eating consistently throughout the yeah. day and they're not eating enough. They're not meeting their needs. Oh, um, and especially with moms. Oh, especially it's moms. It's like sometimes it's not even on purpose. You're just oh, trying yeah, to keep for the sure. tiny children the kids alive. alive, man. Yeah. It's, a, it's hard. And then you um, look down and it's 1 p.m. and you forgot to eat and you thought you would never be the person that would forget. I know it happens I sometimes. It happens. yeah. But, um, like Alyssa said, calories are energy. And so I think a lot of times, um, that can help to kind of reframe it to be a more neutral statement of like, okay, I need nutrients today to help me thrive, mm-hmm. um, and help my mood and energy and just keep me sustained throughout the day. Because when we start skipping meals, when we start going low calorie, when we start going low fat, that is when Our mood, our energy, all of these things are not stable. And as a busy woman, if you are working, if you are a stay at home mom, like, Guys, we need energy. Mm-hmm. We need energy. We need to thrive, and we want to have a life where we even when you're, you're not busy, present. yeah. Like I was just recently <laughs> sick, yeah. and I was not busy at all, which is very difficult for me. Um, and you still need energy. Like your body is just surviving. Like breathing takes energy. Your heart rate takes energy. Like growing your hair and your skin mm-hmm. and your nails. Like all of that takes energy. Recuperating from a tiny little. Freaking paper cut that I got from a yogurt container because <laughs> I'm a hero. Um, literally, all of that takes energy, and so we need to we need to fill up our cup to do That's that. A really good comment. Um, my toddler's been calling specific food treats, and I can tell um, it's not a helpful term. Viewing certain foods as a reward. Wonder where he learned that. Yikes! Yes, 100. percent Our words around food is so important. And I, I think I mean my kids have certainly called certain foods treats. So what school. I've tried to do, yeah, school, ki- you know, other kids, even from probably me, I'm sure yeah. that I've slipped up and said it. And we're going to make mistakes and that's fine. The best thing that I can tell you with treats is you reframe it. So mm-hmm. you get to be the setting the example. So even when they call it a treat, change it to cookie, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're asking for a cookie. Here's a cookie. Um, and then also, I've also started using other things as treats. Like, Hey, do you want to go on a little treat with mommy? Like we go take a walk, like Mm -hmm. special time together is now a treat for us, you know, getting whatever a bubble bath versus a regular bath is a treat. So it's kind of this like changing, reframing the word as well. And then eventually phasing it out too. Right. Because like also, basic self care shouldn't be like a treat. So all I think about is if for all of you who've watched Parks and Rec, yeah, Tom Haverford, all I think about is treat, treat yourself, yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. We should get that put on our next tote. We should. Oh my gosh! Hold on, let me go grab another tote. Yeah, I have a tote. I brought it to Starbucks. I brought it to Jesse's work. She's she the, the best. You Are you free advertising? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm yeah. advertising. Okay. So Look how cute of, this is! All of our members who join for a year get this tote. Look at it. Do like, not kill my vibe. <laughs> Do not kill my vibe. Um, it's so cute. Yeah, it's just sorry, it's guys. So, it's just for members good only right now. Yeah, it's like organic. It's really it's good fancy. quality. Um, holds my maybe one day we'll sell it, but for now, <laughs> it's it is here where it is. But I guess okay. So to sum up today's conversation, <laughs> I think it's I think it's been really helpful. Track. I know we're getting very off track, especially when we're together. We've been trying to cut our coffee chats down because we can. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can talk. Right yeah, up. we got stuff we got to do new, actually plans. today. Yeah, we got plans. Um, okay, so with that being said. Great conversation, but I do want to shift a little bit and remind you if you're here, if you're a mom specifically, even if you're not, if you're just a woman who struggles with body image, we are hosting a free email challenge next week. So it starts Monday, April 26th, and it is a Love Your Mom Bod email challenge. You don't have to be a mom to join, but we just thought it was kind of a cute name and good for us too. Um, Some incredible daily challenges. It'll really be a step-by-step guide to help you heal your relationship with your body and get on that track. And we're super excited to host that. It's one week email challenge, daily emails Monday through Friday with like an actionable step to take to help you with your body image and your relationship to your body. And we're super excited to host that. So mm-hmm. that starts Monday. You can click the link in our bio to sign up. Um, DM us if you have any questions. I don't know. It's free. It's yeah. It's and at the no bottom reason. of every email, oh, yeah. there's going to be some Ooh. really exciting news. We've got some news to share with we got you guys. We're not pregnant. That's <laughs> not our news. That's not our news. Not we have some cool, mm-hmm. we have some exciting news coming. Mm-hmm. So we got some changes coming <laughs> to the business and um we are letting people who sign up for the email challenge know first so we're going to be leaking some of that information out next week and of course you guys will all know eventually but um if you want some insider's information if you want to know first join the email challenge because we're going to be letting them know as well so we can't wait yay we're excited we'll see you guys next week and And don't forget new diet riders podcast today yeah drop today yeah this is a good one for appearance yeah yeah all it actually family. goes like it actually goes, hand goes very well <laughs> yeah if you're a parent go listen to that one yeah or if you want to be a parent someday go listen yeah. to it even if you have a parent maybe yeah if you have a parent <laughs> you can <laughs> learn all, about all y'all. the ways that our parents screwed us up <laughs> just okay. kidding love you all. love you guys jk love you linda <laughs> okay bye guys Bye.